Hello, and welcome to Bespoke Speaks. This is Bespoke Communications podcast about anything and everything to do with communication. I'm Christine, and I'm going to start today with a little story. So I was recently working with a private client who came to me because he wanted to work on the strength of his voice. Because of the nature of what he does, he spends a lot of his days talking, and he finds that after individual meetings, and often especially at the end of the day, his throat hurts. So he wanted to work on strengthening his voice so that he could talk without hurting himself. So that's no problem. This is right up my alley. This is what I do every day of my life. So we started the session by looking at how he was breathing. I was leading him through an exercise where I asked him to pay attention to his breath for a moment, and he stopped the exercise to say, well, wait a minute, but I'm here to work on strengthening my voice, so why are we talking about breathing? This is a great question, and this is the question that we're going to explore in today's podcast. Why do we talk about breathing in voice coaching? So here's the short answer. The breath is the power source for the voice. Without breath, there is no voice. When you have a thought that you want to speak, your body instinctively breathes in the air that it needs to speak that thought. And maybe this is why, you know, my my voice teacher, Catherine Fitzmorris, always says this, that maybe this is why we call the inhale an inspiration, right? That's a word that we use for the inhale because we are literally inspired by the thought and we take that breath in, that breath in. And then we speak out on an exhaled breath. So the breath moves from your lungs and it passes through your vocal cords. And as the air moves through your vocal cords, it vibrates them. And that vibration turns that air into sound waves which then move up into the spaces of your throat and your mouth and your nose. And those sound waves get reverberated in those spaces, which is a fancy way of saying they get bounced around in those spaces and amplified. And then those sound waves move out of your mouth and that's they move into the space. And that's when we hear the vibrations that we associate with the unique sound of your voice, right? So essentially, without breathing, we can't speak. And when you're breathing to speak, there are ways to do this that are more efficient, and there are ways to do it that are less efficient. So if you're not breathing as efficiently as you could, the muscles in the throat are going to have to work harder to push the air out, which is why sometimes we experience a sore throat after talking. But that sore throat, guys, it does not have to be a necessary result of talking a lot. It is completely possible to talk and make sound and be heard all day without hurting yourself as long as you're not talking for large periods of time in really loud environments. And I think the best example of this for us really is babies, right? Babies can cry all day long without hurting their voices. And you might not remember it, but you were once a baby, right? Which means that your instrument has that same ability to be just as strong as a baby's voice if your breathing is efficient and your body is relaxed enough. So if your throat is getting sore, it's often because something is going on with your breathing. 
it's either it could be that the breathing is getting restricted in some way and that could mean that the breathing is just somewhat more shallow or shallower is it shallow or shallower more shallow or shallower I don't know if you know write in the comments below so either your breathing is getting more shallow or shallower we'll just give you both options or it might be because your breathing is getting pushed or forced out in some way. And even that breathing getting pushed or forced out in some way could be an indication that your breathing is restricted in some way. So if you're really interested in, in learning more about the anatomy of how we breathe to speak, I'm not going to go into detail about those about that today, but we do have two excellent podcast episode resources for you that you can listen to where I dive pretty deeply into the anatomy for breathing. And that is Breath Support Part 1 and Breath Support Part 2. So those are some of our earliest episodes. You can find them uh, through any of our podcasting resources as well as on our website if you want to dive deeper into that. But right now, really what's important to know is that breathing is crucial to saving your tired voice. Breathing is crucial to your voice. You can't speak without it. And it means that We've got to look at how you're breathing if we're going to save your tired voice, right? So that's kind of the first answer to the question. But I think the reason that this client was getting confused is because in the moment where I was asking him to think about his breathing, he wasn't talking. And that's where the disconnect was. He was wondering, why are we looking at breathing before we even are starting to talk, so let's just break this down a little bit in terms of breathing normally and breathing to speak because they happen in different rhythms. So breathing normally in your everyday life. Uh, in fact, first, I'm going to talk about breathing to speak. So when you're breathing to speak and everything is working efficiently, your breathing rhythm is going to coordinate with your thought rhythm. So that means usually we're taking longer exhales because my thoughts are longer and I need an exhale to sustain the length of that thought. And then usually those exhales in the middle of them, we take quick bursts of inhales to power up again so that we have the air that we need to say the thought. Uh, your body is so smart and it knows how to make this coordination seamlessly, especially when you're breathing efficiently. Now, the rhythm for breathing normally really depends on what you're doing. You're going to need less oxygen if you're in a state of ease and repose than if you're in a state of sustained activity like walking or running or swimming. And again, your body is amazing and so smart. It adjusts naturally how it's breathing, usually without your conscious awareness, based on the oxygen levels you need for what you're doing. So you're going to need more oxygen to run than you are to sit still. And your body knows that. And you'll notice that when you run, your breathing rhythm naturally adapts to needing that more oxygen. And at the same time, some of us can develop some habits around our breathing, in particular, just our normal survival rhythm breathing. So when I say survival rhythm breathing, I mean just the breathing that you're doing most of the time so that you stay alive. Yeah. And sometimes these habits aren't necessarily, they don't necessarily have anything to do with the breath, but they have a huge impact on the breath. So for example, if you have a habit of holding your lower belly in all the time, which many of us do, 
because we come from a society that tells us that we need to have a certain body shape. And that body shape needs to be thin, so we don't necessarily feel very comfortable with any kind of a lower belly pooch, shall we call it, right? So we might have, without necessarily even noticing it, just in response to society's particular pressures, have gotten into a habit around holding our lower bellies in because we want to look a certain way. If that's a habit that you have, then that has an immediate impact on how deeply that you breathe. And if that breathing is restricted and that's your breathing for survival, and it's just habitually restricted because you're holding your belly in, then we have already restricted our breathing for speaking before we even started to talk. So I think the best thing to do right now is would be to do an exercise to explore this. So you can do this from wherever you are. So wherever you are right now, you can do this. And if you also want to make the choice to just be a little bit more comfortable than how you currently are, you might choose to sit or lie down in a way that makes you feel more at ease. So if you're going to sit, I would recommend that you sit in a chair that allows you to feel supported and at ease and at the same time allows for you to feel aligned in your spine without feeling like you have to pull yourself up to be aligned in your spine. And if you're going to lie down, I would advise that you lie down in what's called a semi-supine position. So that's when you are lying on your back with your knees bent and the soles of your feet on the floor. So feel free to pause this for a moment so that you can set yourself up, and then we'll dive in when you're ready. So we're going to start by not thinking about your breathing at all, okay? So just take a moment, whether you landed in a chair, whether you landed on the floor, maybe you're even walking, maybe you're on public transport, just take a moment to notice where you're being supported. So if you're lying, where are you being supported by the floor? If you're sitting in a chair, where are you being supported by the surface of the chair? If you're walking, where do you feel the support of the ground as you walk through the space? And we'll just take a moment to feel that support. Acknowledge that support. Maybe even ask yourself, how can it help you do less? Are you trying to hold yourself up against gravity? And maybe you could let go of that effort. And if your eyes are closed, open them. And start to let your eyes just wander about the room. And your eyes can go wherever they want to go. So just let your eyes go wherever they want to go. And if that means you want to turn your head and neck to see things, that's fine. Just get curious about the space that you're in. And notice sounds that are coming to you. And that can include the sound of my voice. What information is coming to your ears? Maybe it's sounds that are happening inside the room, or maybe there are some sounds that are happening outside the room. We're going to start to bring some light awareness to your breath. And how we're going to do this is I'm going to invite you to bring one hand to your chest and one hand to your belly. 
and try to notice your breathing without controlling it. So as soon as you feel like you started to control your breathing, which is very normal, we all do do it, I'd like you to take your awareness back out. So instead of thinking about your breathing, you're going to come back out to where do, one of those three questions we've already looked at. Where do I feel supported by the floor? Where do my eyes want to go? What sounds are coming to me? And then you can kind of be like a little ninja and sneak your way back into light attention on your breathing again. And feel free to do that process as many times as you need. Okay. So as you have your hands on your torso and feel free to move them around your torso. So we brought them to the chest and to the belly. Feel free to move them around. What I'd like you to notice is where do you feel movement on the inhale in your torso? Where do you feel movement into your hands and in what direction? And where do you feel movement on the exhale? As soon as you feel like you're making that movement happen, again, bring your awareness back out and then see if you can be a little ninja. Potentially you even surprise yourself as you're noticing what you see in the room. All of a sudden you feel movement in your hand on your lower belly, right? So the body breathes for you all the time. We don't have to make breathing happen. Right now we're just getting curious about when I am breathing or even when I am being breathed, what's moving. So I'm just going to give you a moment to explore this. Okay, so you can continue to explore as I'm talking to you. If you're also not ready for the next section of this yet, feel free to pause this recording at any time. If you're noticing that you feel more movement lower in your abdomen on the inhale, so more of an outward movement into your hand from lower down in your belly, then you're breathing deeply. Okay, and you can notice that when you're not controlling your breath, you can breathe deeply, lower down in your abdomen, without slowing it down, without controlling it. If you're noticing that there's more movement in your chest than in your belly, and it's more of an upward movement with maybe a slight movement out, then your breath is slightly restricted and a bit shallow. Okay, so there's no judgment here. Okay, a lot of us habitually breathe in this slightly restricted, slightly more shallow way. And a lot of us might not even habitually breathe that way, but we might start to breathe that way, particularly when we're feeling nervous or anxious or like something matters to us a lot. And that's often the case before an important meeting or a performance or a public speaking situation or an audition. Right? So even if it's not habit, sometimes it can become a habitual change that happens in those moments. So if that's how you're breathing now, you can use the hand on your lower belly as a gentle reminder that your lower belly can soften. And you can even ask your lower belly to soften. So just think lower belly, will you soften or direct your belly, lower belly, soften, right? Just gently, nice and easily. And as that happens, just start to notice if you feel some more movement there as you breathe. As we're doing that, remember what we're not doing is trying to control the breath or move the breath down, but rather just invite the belly to soften and see what happens to the breath as a result. And as you start to feel some movement there, 
in that lower belly. When you're ready, once again, bring your attention out. Start to notice what you see in the space around you. And don't just notice it, but name it out loud. And you can name it out loud in a sentence. I see the plant. I see the microphone. I see the picture on the wall. And you're just going back and forth, naming out loud what you see. And as you're doing that, feel how you're transitioning into breathing to speak from just breathing for survival. And that perhaps that transition is a little bit easier because you started from a more efficient place. Okay, so just try that for a few beats. Okay, and then let it go. Okay, so hopefully what you could see from that exercise is that breathing is essential to speaking, yes. But how we breathe before we're even speaking has a real effect on our voices because if the breath is already restricted restricted or tight or held before you breathe to speak, then you won't be able to make up for it when you need to breathe to speak. So this is why when you're working with a voice coach, they're often not only going to look at how you're breathing when you're speaking, but how you're breathing when you're not to make sure that you're starting from a place of full potential and power when you do start to speak. Now, breathing is a tricky thing to work on and address because it can be an unpleasant thing to think about if we bring our attention to it for too long, especially if when we're bringing our attention to it, we're starting to control it. Uh, And also because really looking looking at our breathing means sort of looking in the mirror Uh, And as we're addressing our breathing habits and, and potentially trying to change them, we also might be looking at more than just our breathing. Because how you breathe is impacted by how you relate to the world, how you're using your body, what thoughts you're having. And I think it can be helpful to think of your breath as really the link between your body and your mind. And that means it can bring up larger issues for people. And that can sometimes be uncomfortable. And at the same time, breathing and look at how, looking at how you're breathing can offer you a quick way to reset the body and the mind without having to dive too deep into larger issues. It can offer you a quick way to change something that can have a huge impact. So I always say when it comes to the breath that you want to think about the breath in digestible bites and there are multiple ways to skin a cat. Sometimes to address breathing, it's useful to think about breathing. Sometimes to address breathing, it's useful to think about something else. Like, where do you feel the most at ease in your body? Or what else is going on around you? I work with someone in both ways. I often intermix those two different ways of working, or really there's multiple different ways of working. But it's all to get to the same issue. I can't look at how they're using their voice without looking at the breathing because it's the same thing. Okay, so I hope that answers this question. This is such a great question and it's a really big one for a lot of clients. And also just generally, I think breathing is is an issue of confusion and mystery and myth 
for a lot of people. Uh, the breathing process um, can just bring up a lot of, of questions and, and confusion and frustration for people. So it's something that's definitely worth diving into deeper and talking more about. And again, at the same time, also sometimes ignoring for a little while and working on other things, because often the way that you're using your body and the way that you're thinking and the way that you're relating to the world uh, can have a huge impact on your breathing. So again, multiple ways in. But I'd be curious about what questions this brings up for you and also things this has clarified for you, potentially how this has helped you start to understand better the links between some coaching that you're getting either with me or with somebody else. Um, and yeah, if there's anything else you'd like me to talk about in terms of breath. So you know that we're very contactable. You can email us at bespokecontact at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Bespoke Speaks. You can find us on Facebook at Bespoke Communication. And our website is bespoke-communication.com. So we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear other questions that you'd like us to answer on this podcast. Please also share this episode with anything anybody that you think might find it useful. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. Okay, guys? So happy breathing, and we will see you next time. Bye!